T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Midday Show. You, Douglas, Joe Gillio, Nick Earnshaw's in for Kyle behind the glass. Are you guys with us? 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard on this Friday morning as we uh, we take you through here. And we'll get back to all the calls here on the Sixers because I am starting to believe in this team for the first time in a long time. Great win last night. Mental toughness showed. But, but we want to throw a name in the mix. I want to throw a name in the mix here, you, for this Eagles defensive coordinator. So, We've talked a lot this week about the names, who's in, you know, who they're interviewing. Obviously, Vance Joseph yesterday took the Broncos job, so mm-hmm. he is out of the mix. And and I saw a video Elliot did yesterday. It was interesting. He was talking about how it's going to be difficult to replace Gannon. He was giving his reasons, and 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 one of them was, you know, this a team in transition here, defense in transition, high expectations, and the coordinator here has got to like handle a lot, right? You're you're the head coach of the defense. And you, there's a name out there that hasn't been connected to the Eagles yet. Mm-hmm. Came up on our show a little bit yesterday. I heard Afternoon's talking about it. but And I wouldn't even have thought of this guy because I just kind of thought he moved on from coaching. But he did interview for the Broncos job. So mm-hmm. he, so it tells me he's interested. Vance Joseph got that job. But you, I, I am intrigued by the idea of the Eagles calling up Rex Ryan and saying, you know what, Rex, if you're interested in coaching again – why not come to Philadelphia? I mean, he knows the city. His dad goes here for a long time. Rex Ryan as the Eagles' next defensive coordinator. When I say that, you, how does it hit you? Uh, I think that's a bad idea, Joe. All I right. really, really do. Tell and me. I'm going to tell you why. Work, now, listen, hear me out. From, and this is me looking from the perspective of, of watching the Eagles from afar mm-hmm. and just looking at some of the press conferences that I've seen Nick Sirianni do. To me, he's – and it's not a bad thing. Don't don't get me wrong when I say this. He's a little arrogant. He's a little arrogant. And 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 he feels like he's it's all about me guy. Because I'm going back to those press conferences. Well, the, the game where he had where he told the ref he know what he's doing. And when he was looking in the in the in the uh camera's face, shaking his head, yeah. You bring Rex Ryan here, son of Buddy Ryan, to Philadelphia, who do you think is gonna be the bigger story? Rex. Rex is definitely going to be the bigger story. Who do you think people are going to want to talk to because of the things that he said in the past because he's a human quote machine? Rex. Rex. I don't know. And and like I said, this is me on the outside looking in. I don't know if Nick Sirianni's ego, Coach Sirianni, I should say, would handle that, could handle that. I don't I don't know. Now, that that's a question that when you look at the coordinators that we had, they – you could answer this better than me. Were they guys that were in, you know, talked a whole lot? Were they guys that gave you no. gave you nuggets? No, get you on anything like I that. I mean, Gannon just talked on. I think it was Wednesdays that the coordinators yeah. talked to the press conferences. But he, 
was pretty quiet other than that. Um, you know, he would answer questions for people's articles or whatever. But, no, Jonathan Gannon was was not a loud guy, not one that we heard a lot of quotes from, kind of reserved, quiet. The players liked him and all that, but it wasn't – his personality was not a thing here. Like, that Zoom Zoom thing that we were playing a lot yeah, this week. that was the most personality that he showed. Yeah, he was, and the, uh, the – you know, a couple weeks ago, I guess the Niners when that – someone was on video and said, we're going to gut those guys. Yeah. That was the most personality he showed in two years. So, so Rex, from to your point – would be a total opposite personality. Yeah, and 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 my thought is this: egos, egos can get away and get in the way of good relationships, especially when you're in a situation where you feel like somebody's getting more love than you. I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand, where where ego like the egos are so strong because you feel one way or another about how somebody's treating somebody else that it could undermine. The ultimate goal, and the ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, what is two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four? I'm interested in the Rex Ryan idea, and I, and I do, I, I do think what you're saying there is is certainly, you know, it's it's got to be in the back of the Eagles' mind. But but a couple of things stand out to me about Rex. So I, I looked it up today because I was I was like, how old is he? Because he always looks kind of young. He's got a young look to him. He's only sixty, so he's got time if he wants to coach. He could still coach again. He's still pretty spry. He is. He is. And has a little bit of a foot fetish. Well, that there's that. Yeah, but you he's know, all right. he, everybody has something. Everybody does. The, and and here's a couple things about Rex that I, I do think it would work here. One, they need a coordinator on defense. We've said it a lot this week. They can handle that whole side, right? Sirianni's yes. like you. And he's had head coaching experience, right? You need to kind of be the head coach. Again, what's the head coach waiting? And obviously, got the job in Arizona. Rex could do that. Just take over the defense. Two players have always loved Rex Ryan. Yes. Like, they will play hard for this guy. And the third thing is, in, we, yesterday when this came up on our show a little bit, Hugh, we were talking about how we wonder how the new game, Rex would apply himself yeah, how to would he, how, how, how has could he adapt to the new, new style of play? I think he can. And one thing that stood out to me, I was thinking back, um, when he was the head coach of the Jets, they beat the Patriots in a playoff game. Yes, they did. And he he won with Mark Sanchez's quarterback because his defense shut down the Patriots. And one thing I remember from that game was, because, you know, we talk about blitzing. Should you blitz too much, too aggressive? I remember that game. He dropped eight in the covers the whole game. He just rushed three because he yeah. was trying to get into the lanes for Brady throwing. Like he, Rex Ryan comes off sometimes as kind of a goofball. He's smart. He's a smart guy. And guys like playing for him. Yes. I could just imagine. You know, you, you hear, you remember the Bar Scott can't wait. Mm-hmm. Like, you listen to the way that those players talk about him, they run through a brick wall for that guy. They would. They, they would they, run through a brick wall for that guy. Those guys in Baltimore did it. They did it in New York. I'm interested. I, I, I think Biggest the Eagles. concern would be, can, can Coach Sirianni's ego I know. handle that? I, it, it's certainly a, a, something to note, and I think it's a, a big factor. But I'm interested. I, I think the Eagles should call up Rex Ryan and interview him. 215-592-9494. We'll throw that in the mix as well. Would you be interested in Rex Ryan as the next Eagles defensive coordinator? And the last thing I'll say is we see this sometimes. You were coordinator, uh, a guy gets a chance as a coach, right? Obviously, Rex got the Jets and the Bills. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes those guys have a uh, they, they realize they're not a head coach. Yeah, because it's 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 a different it's a different day. It's a different way of planning. It's a different way of of, of delegating duties and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't handle that. I think about Wade Phillips. Wade got, had a chance to be a head coach a couple times, right? You know, and obviously the last stop was with the the Dallas Cowboys. But then I think it was where'd he go? He went to Denver when Peyton he was went to there. Denver, yeah, he was on the defensive side when Kubiak was the head coach. So sometimes those guys settle in. They're like, you know what? I'll go back to doing what and I they love. Know what they like to do, man, and they like like it's a different responsibility. And and you know what I remember about Wade? Wade used to Instagram a lot. He used to Instagram a lot. Yeah, and I remember him having a picture of him paying homage to his dad. 
Bum. Bum Phillips and, and wearing the long coat and the big 10-gallon hat. And I just thought that was the coolest thing, man, that he was on Instagram doing his Instagram thing. Yeah, I, I, I like the idea. I, I think there's something there, and, and the Eagles should call up Rex Ryan. 215-592-9494. Let's go to the phone lines here. Your reaction to the Sixers last night, are you believing in this team as a true title contender? And would you be interested, yes or no, Rex Ryan as an Eagles defensive coordinator? John is in Philly. What's up, John? John. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Great first week. Thank hey, you, brother. Thanks, Appreciate John. It. What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I, I want to talk a little bit about the Sixers. And uh, I think I think I do feel kind of what you're feeling, Joe, as far as the change. I, see, I do see a difference in Embiid, which kind of gives me, you know, a lot of hope. I mean, at the beginning of the year when he was talking about how oh, Philly wants me traded, I thought he was going to, you know, crawl into a shell and pout all year. But he hasn't done that. He's performed. I mean, last night was a perfect example. I mean, he did not offensively have the greatest first half. But he picked it up defensively, and he, and he rebounded, and he did the things that he needed to do to push the team forward, and that is definitely a positive sign. Now, we'll see what we'll see what comes specifically in the next five games. This six game, you know, this six game stretch is going to be a real test for him. But yeah, I'm kind of feeling what you are as far as last night. I do feel a little bit of positivity, but I don't want to fall into the trap. Well, that John, that's what it is. I think a lot of people this morning want to feel excited because that was an exciting win last night. But we've had so much of this over the years where it's like. Really, am I going to get all in? Am I getting invested in, in you know February, March, and then have my heart broken in the first week of May? And we're still healing. We're still healing from it. I mean, let, don't don't forget, we're still kind of healing from yeah. the Super Bowl. I, I think that's it, John. What you said there is a big part of it. That the city is is still got you know a broken heart on this whole thing, and it's like, am I going to get invested in another team now? Yeah, I mean, and that's it's true. I mean, like the, 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 you know, excuse me, the uh, Sixers have let us down the last couple of years by early exits, and. You know, we are hurting and we're trying to look for something, but we're afraid to look at them right now because we don't want to get hurt. Well, it is. And, and, that, and I don't think that will change for a lot of people until they until they really start putting something together in this big month. John, what do you think about this defensive coordinator thing? I mean, I, I'll tell you what. I mean, I would absolutely love Rex Ryan because I think he brings an attitude and, and a style that would be perfect for Philly. I mean, I talked to you earlier in the week about Gannon not embracing Philly. I think – not only would Ryan embrace Philly, I really do believe that Philly would embrace him. I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely the kind of defensive coordinator and has a style that we as Philly, you know, have been used to for all these years. So, I mean, that would really be intriguing and would get me excited. Yeah, and then in terms of the style, for sure, John. John, we appreciate the phone call. Hugh, the other thing about all these candidates, like, Vance Joseph, we talked about him a lot this week. Mm-hmm. We knew, we like, he has a track record, right? He's been a head coach. He's been a good defensive coordinator. All these other guys that they're talking to right now, they're unknowns. Like, maybe they'll be good. I, I don't know. Maybe Denar Wilson would be good. Maybe Glenn Schumann, the 32-year-old from Georgia, would be good. But they have a, a team that's just in the Super Bowl. They might hand this defense over to a guy we have no idea and about. that's the thing that we're afraid of. Yeah. We're afraid of handing it over to a guy who is going to make his name off of a team that we're expecting so much from, mm-hmm. especially on the defensive side of the ball. Now, that could go one or two ways, like, like I talked about earlier. In the week, Andy Reid was a quarterback's coach. And we, when he first got here, wasn't anybody sold on Big Red. Mm-mm. They weren't. He had to earn our respect. Now, that could still happen, and I'm willing to, to give somebody a chance. But in the situation that we're in now and, and, and still healing from this loss, you want somebody that, you, that makes you feel good about the direction the team is potentially going. In. And, and that's to go back to the Rex Ryan thing. Like, there's not guessing there. I mean, there's, to your point, there's guessing on how the egos would mix and yeah. it, could everyone handle each other in, in the building. But, like, if Rex Ryan was a coordinator, his defense would be good. I, I, I don't remember many Rex Ryan defenses ever 
that were bad. And they and they got the most out of the personnel that he had. Yes. Got I mean, the most out of the personnel. He did. I, I, Guys I, would run through a brick wall for Rex. They love that guy. Let's talk to Rob at Glen Olden. What's up, Rob? Rob. Yo, guys, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up, Joe? What's up, Hugh? What's going on, man? How hey, Rob. Doing? Listen, listen. First with the Sixers, then I got a comment on the Rex Ryan thing. My, my thing with the Sixers is, Joe, how many times have you said it? Their season starts second round of the playoffs. Their season starts if Joe Embiid is healthy. No phantom illness. No phantom, you know, I'll get elbowed in his eye, which wasn't his fault. Like, just nothing random happened. A healthy Joel Embiid and the second round, that's when the Sixers season starts to me. Yeah, the win last night was like a playoff type like an atmosphere. And usually the Sixers blow a big lead and come back. This time they came back from a big lead. But to me, that's my opinion with the Sixers. That's when their season starts. Second round of the playoffs. So. Well, I th- I don't think you're the only one, Rob, that feels that way. That 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 they they ha- it's like wake me up when the games really matter because we've seen a lot of the regular season success. Something though last night, Rob, about the way they fought through that. That that was a little different. Yep, using we're the one blower twenty point lead like we've done in the playoffs. I know, we've I know. We've done it in the play in key playoff games. So it was nice to see him battle back. I heard Joel maybe wasn't feeling well. Is that was true or not? Or maybe I misheard, but. You know, he was a monster on the defensive end, especially come the second half. Even though he had his shot blocked, he didn't put his head down. He still was like a monster on the defensive end. So I was glad to see that. So I can't call him street clothes, you. I can't, can't call, call him no, So street clothes name does not apply for Joel. No, that's AD. Yeah. No, he, was a, he was a monster. And real quick on the Rex deal, listen, I want to ask you about the X and O's, and you kind of said it here. You know, you think he's really good with the X and O part, so that kind of answers my point. All I know for you guys and for everybody on WIP, That'll friggin' be great for the ratings. I'll tell you that. Rex Ryan is our defensive That's what I'm saying, man. He's a, he's a quote machine. He's a quote machine, but I don't know how much the head coach would, would allow him to be able to to communicate with, with the media. Yeah, that, might, know, that might be a problem. You know more about that than what I would, Hugh. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but uh, it definitely would be a good talking point. I'll tell you that Well, for sure. yeah, I mean, Rex is always good for, for media business, for sure. I mean, and he's good on TV, what he does now. But, Hugh, to your point, it, it, it is rare when a coordinator is a bigger star than the coach. Yeah, it is. And I think that by Rex coming here, simple fact, because of who his dad was, he becomes that. He becomes an instant star coming to Philadelphia because he's going to probably do something to make sure he endears himself to the city. I could definitely see him doing that, man. Well, the camera would be on him a lot. All the time. It, all the time. And Especially it, when the defense say something happens and he's upset. Like, he, he would be a big story, no question about that. Yeah, and he was. When he was with the Jets, I remember they, were, they had hard knocks, like 2010, around that time. They were good then. That's when they went to those title games um, with Sanchez, the quarterback. He was the star of the show. It wasn't any of the players. Like they, no. they had, and they had some star players. LaDainian Tomlinson was on one of those teams. Like They had some guys on those teams. Antonio Holmes, the, the camera was on Rex the entire time. Yeah, because he was, he was that dude. You know, it's, it's funny because I think Mark Sanchez does a great job on television. But every time I see him, I think of his face running into the back of somebody's ass. Man. The butt that, 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 that is an image that I cannot unsee. Every Bum time I look at him, <laughs> is that what I, that's what I see. His, his face. In the back of somebody's ass. It's like everyone. Some people, some famous people, have one moment that, like, that's the that's what everyone remembers. That's yeah. Mark Sanchez. That's Mark. In a, in a nutshell, he in could nutshell. he could become the number one broadcaster. You'll You're never like, forget hey, that. Use that guy that ran into something. Yeah. The butt, the butt fumble, man. Yeah. It, it, you can't forget that. It's no. just entrenched in everyone's mind with Mark Sanchez. Well, kind of you try to say it in a way that makes him feel uncomfortable. Say, hey, butt fumble, <laughs> something like that, just make him uncomfortable. I, it, it would make me feel uncomfortable. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Warren is at Gwinnett Hey, Warren. Hey, Joe. Hey, Hugh. What's Thanks for on, taking man? my call. You got you, it, Warren. You, you're, you're doing a great job in your first week, and you're really 
presenting yourself well with the fans. I just wanted to say thank you. So you ain't going to bring up that Atlanta thing this morning. You're going to let that one go? I appreciate it if you do. <laughs> no, I missed it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. I brought oh, it Oh, yeah, never See, mind. Never yeah, mind. Don't worry about Andy, it, dude. Don't worry It wasn't it. like you opened the show by saying, good morning, Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Not that didn't happen. Good morning, Atlanta. <laughs> your, your heart's still in Atlanta. Whatever. Um, Joe, you should listen to Hugh. When he has his, his side, you should listen to him. So I would call the Sixers cautiously optimistic, but I wouldn't go – any further than that until they're, you know, well past the second round getting into the finals. Well, I mean, more, how everybody feels. Yeah, it, it, it does. Everybody feels the same. Everybody's heart's been broken. Like you just said, we're still fresh off the, the Eagles loss. And um, I, I'm concerned about Joel, and I'm concerned about, uh, you know, that we don't have three strong players, let alone five. And um, it's grueling once you get to the end of the season and into the playoffs. So, you know, one good game doesn't make a season. It does so not, my- no. But, Warren, something we saw last night, I think we've, it's, it's been missing the last few years. I mean, they've had nights like that first half last night where it's a bad half, Joel stinks, the body language is bad. Usually they just roll over and die. And it's like, oh, and they pretend it's a bad night. But we know deep down it's, it's who they are. They fought last night, Warren. That, that's different. Last night made me feel something different here. Well, you know, when you have to go deep, that that could take a lot out of you going into the next game. So, you know, I, I would just be, you know, take one game at a time, and I, I don't think it can last. That's my problem. And, you know, like the other callers have said, you know, Joel is often hurt, um, has problems, uh, scheduled losses. <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, ups and downs with this, this team for all these years and the, the process, the process. So, yeah, at the end of this season, let's see where we are and give it time. Uh, and as far as Rex Ryan goes, I think uh, Hugh is exactly right that uh, I can feel it already that he's bigger than Nick Sirianni. So I think Hugh has it right on the spot that um, that this could be a problem uh, with uh, ego and with uh, and with celebrity status that, that he kind of overshadows uh, uh, Sirianni and the Eagles going forwards. Yeah, that's that's the thing you kind of worried about. Like, and and this is me. Let me just say this. This is me coming from a perspective of where I don't really know Coach Sirianni that well. I'm just talking about what he could potentially be, Rex Ryan, that is, if he comes here, and that might, for Coach, might be a problem. But if he can handle that, then I'm all for Rex Ryan being here. Yeah, and that would be on – only Sirianni would know how he feels about that. But the the thing – here's the thing for me. If they had a great candidate right now, I I probably wouldn't even be considering this, but – do they have a great candidate? I mean, Vance Joseph was the one Some that had – Some of the names that we we thought it could potentially be are gone. Jim Leonard's out because he needs hip surgery. Uh, Vance Joseph went and took the Broncos job. So we're talking about Denard Wilson, who, you know, he's the in-house candidate, and maybe he would be do a really nice Glenn, job. Glenn Schumann from Georgia is, a, is another name that's been yep. thrown around. And we've talked about him a little bit. He's 32 years old. I mean, he's that's, a young guy. Man, young guy. that's a lot on a young guy to come in and, and take over a team that's went to the Stroop Bowl. And then there's a couple assistants that Sirianni knows, uh, the Minter guy and the Shula guy. But these are not like you you know what you're getting. These names. these are not names that, as an Eagle fan, make you feel comfortable. Yes, with the hire because it's it's the unknown, and I mean that's fair. It's the unknown. You don't know what they're going to bring to the table. But I will say this: if if there's a knock on you, you know, people saying, and I know you're not probably going to take fans, you know, perspective into accountability because you you look at it differently. You try to keep you try to keep the, uh, Coach Gannon here, mm-hmm. but. You need to look at what's going to take your team to the next level. I think if, if you're going to get a new defensive coordinator, 
he has to maximize the talent that you have or come in with a fresh idea because we talked about it all week. You got to be different. You can't come into the, 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 the season the same exact team you were last year. And you got to learn from the mistakes that you made on the offensive and the defensive side. Of the well, you do. And, and, and one of the issues they had in the Super Bowl was we think a lack of experience in the coaching staff. I mean, Rex Ryan has ran defenses for 12 years in the NFL. And, and for, mo- for the most part, I'm looking at his rankings right now, whether it be a coordinator or a head coach, we, you know, obviously ran the defense, a head coach. He had two times out of 12 years they were below the top 15 in the league. In nine times, top 10 defense in the NFL. This guy can coach. I know yeah. the personality's outsized. I know he's a character. But this guy could coach. I'm in. Drew's in Westchester. Hey, Drew. Hey, Drew. Hey, guys. Uh, so, I got swamped at work. I didn't get the call uh, yesterday. But, you, when you're a head coach, you should hire uh, Derek Gunn as your media guy because your interviews with him used to be priceless. I, I loved those the kid after the game. Yeah, you know, I ain't heard D-Gun stop in here, man. He's been acting funny lately. Come on, D. Gotta, come on, D-Gun. Don't do me like that, man. Yeah, D-Gun. D-Gun's the GOAT. Love, uh, love D-Gun. Uh, that, was, uh, that was awesome. Um, I probably have an unpopular opinion here, but I would not be interested in Rex. And the reason why, it's nothing to do with ego. I just think being out of the game for six years is a long time. I know he's an analyst and all, but a lot has changed in terms of, you know, just the modern offense with, like, RPOs and other concepts. And I can't think of a lot of coordinators off the top of my head, but, you know, I feel like we've seen, like, really good coaches before, like Gruden and, like, Joe Gibbs struggle when they have come back. So I, I would just have concerns about how long he's been out of the game for in terms of calling a defense. Drew, I think it's a fair point. It, you that That does – that factor in, like, has the game passed them by a little bit? Have yeah. offenses changed so much? If I'm not mistaken, when we were talking about the uh, the defensive coordinator from from, uh, from Michigan, mm-hmm. that's one of the names why we, they were mentioning his name because they're familiar with the RPO concepts and the fact that they're being implemented into the NFL now. Yep. So I get what you're saying, but if, if you're Coach Ryan and you've been watching football like we know he has, I think you still keep, you know, one foot in to just know what the concepts are and how de- how defenses are countering the RPO. Because at this point, everybody's running a, a, a version of RPO offense, so you have to know how to counter that. Yeah, no, I hear you there. I, I don't think he'd be like a disaster or, or anything. I just, you know, would have concerns that it's been like over half a decade since he's, um, since he's called a defense. Um, super uh, – Super quick on the Sixers. So I'm a huge um, Eagles and uh, Phillies guy, and I feel like, you know, for a bunch of years now I've been a little um, jaded about the Sixers, but the only thing I was going to add is, um, you know, I watched the game last night, and I appreciate them covering the uh, three-and-a-half-point spread. So because <laughs> they did that, they won me some money. I will uh, going to try to get invested uh, going forward here, at least until the uh, – Start. So there I you hope go, they Drew. Can, I, you know, make me a believer. Yeah, and I don't know if you're watching, and Drew, we appreciate the whole time, but the idea of them covering three and a half early in that game seems far fetched, but they got there. <laughs> they got there at the end. 215 592 9494. It's how you hop aboard on this Friday morning as we move into an afternoon. You, Douglas, Joe Gillett, will come back. All your phone calls. Are you believing in this Sixers team as a true title contender? I have held out for a long time, for years. I've been off the Sixers team. Something felt different to me last night. I'm back in believing. Are you? And Rex Ryan, as the Eagles' next defensive coordinator, in or out on the idea, we were debating it here, um, with the idea of Rex, because he interviewed for that Broncos job. He didn't get it. Vance Joseph did. I think the Eagles should call up Rex Ryan. We'll discuss it. 215-592-9494, Sports Radio 94 WIP. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.